to encourage you, to equip you, and to empower you to fulfill God's divine destiny for your life. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. I pray that these are just a blessing to you and a help and an encouragement as you are walking out the path of destiny for your life. I love the fact that every month I get to sit down with somebody that has a story to tell, has some things in their relationship with God that are a blessing to me. And I've always just come at this from the perspective of, man, if everybody could hear this person's story or hear what they're sharing, I know it would impact so many just like it does me. And so today's guest is one of those people. I am honored to count this girl a real true blue friend. And those are few and far between in life, but she is the real deal. And I am so thrilled that she agreed to be with us today. Our guest is Pastor Aaron Cody Hankins. Hey, thanks for being here. Oh, you're welcome. You are so awesome for doing this. Well, thank you. Even though I bribed you. You did. You don't even know what the bribe is yet, but you... It'll be worth it. I, You know I won't fail you. Good gift giver. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I met you, I don't know how many years ago. It's Maybe been... Several. Yeah, it's been a while now. Eight? Yeah, I think Ish. so. Yeah. Something like that. And when I, I first met you, you were kind of telling me your background and I could tell you were my kind of girl right off the <laughs> bat. And you had like some spunk. A little bit. I feel yes. like that's a good yes. word to use, mm-hmm. some spunk. That's a nice word to yeah, use. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I like spunk. <laughs> spunk is good. You're from Michigan. I am. And so I don't know why, but I just started calling you Michigan. And that's all right. To me, Michigan is like spunk. Yeah. Yeah. Real people. Real people in Michigan. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> So you have been a great blessing in my life, a real friend, and I have had the opportunity to be with you all at your church Mm -hmm. and then at some of your conferences, and you have shared, and I love, I love the gift of God in you because you are full of faith, Mm -hmm. you go after things, but you're very real. And I love how you always, you'll talk about big spiritual concepts, but you always have the practicality of like, this is what this really looks like, you know? And I think people need that. Amen. You know, like you, you got to know like, okay, I get the spiritual side of this, but what does this really look like? You're so great at that. There's some things you were just sharing with me that were kind of stirring, have been stirring in your heart for this year. And I'm so pumped to get into talking about this. But before we do, we like to ask our guests a few personal questions. Bring it on. And uh, get to know you. So first of all, kind of an easy one. What are some books (laughs) that you are reading or have read that are like current, fresh, and you have had your nose in for whatever reason. I already know this is going to be funny. Well, number one, the Bible, obviously. Well, there right? you go. Okay, there's uh-huh. my good answer. Yep, that's a the good The next one. one is uh, the Boundary series. We've read, along with all of our staff, like Boundaries in Ministry, Boundaries in Marriage. Oh, wow. The most recent was Boundaries with 
kids with children. And oh, so cool. that's been really one of my favorite books on kids because we have two teenagers now and a little yeah. boy who's 10. How is that possible? Yeah, I know. I look so young. So young. <laughs> but it's possible. Wow. The oldest is going to high school next year. Yeah. It's shocking. But Beautiful kids. those books have really helped because when you have three kids in your home at once, that yeah. close in age, you need a lot of boundaries. That's so true. And that they books. all kind of inherited your spunk. Uh, it seems so. Uh-huh. Yes. So yes. I could see where boundaries would be yes. good. You know, I didn't know they did. I had seen they did boundaries for kids. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was a boundaries with ministry. There is. That's yes. a great resource yes. for people yeah, to know about. Yeah, really good. He's got ministry. a great series on boundaries. So. And is that Dr. Henry Cloud it is. that yep. did all those? Mm-hmm. Cool. So that's a great resource yes. for everybody. And there is one other series of books I've been um, going through with my son. Who uh-huh. It started fourth grade last year for him, and it is the Percy Jackson series, and it's about the Greek gods. He's really into it. it. Uh, he read several of them on his own, and I yeah. was so proud that my then nine-year-old was reading chapter books Yeah, that I realized, however, he didn't know all of the words, and he would make them up. <laughs> And so he wasn't really getting a great understanding. And yeah. so he'd have these tests on, like, comprehension. Uh-huh. It wasn't going so hot. And right. so I said, well, let me help you. Aww. And so really it's just been a fun way for me to sit down with him every night and read a chapter or two. Yeah. And if I stop somewhere, uh-huh. he has to show me that he knows where I am and say the word. So it's been good. Comprehension has gone up, and now we are batting a 1,000 at those tests. So How cool is that? Yeah. I mean, you're just mom of the year. You're knocking right? it out of the park. Right. Right. I love it. Okay, so you are a busy mom raising teenagers, Mm. kids. You all pastor Christian Worship Center in Alexandria, Louisiana. The best. Uh Uh-huh. And things are growing and booming there. Hopefully you'll share a little bit about new stuff that's happening. How many years have you been in the ministry now? Uh, Just over 18. 18 years. Wow. Is that like weird to even Um, It's weird to say 18. Yeah. I guess if you think back over all the ups and downs, you realize it's been a little while, yeah. but we like to think that we're just going to keep it fresh. And so 18 is nothing when we think about our future. So I love that. We've been excited. We yeah. believe it's getting better. So Yeah. I want to get into what you were sharing with me, God put in your heart for this year, but yeah. you said something there and I thought, mm, that's going to help a lot of people. All the ups and downs. Yeah. Right? Right. So... First of all, there are ups and downs. Oh, yes. Right? (laughs) Sometimes I feel like people don't think they are allowed to have permission to acknowledge that. Sure. You know, that there's ups and downs. Just right off the bat, uh, because you're so great at this, how do you keep going through the ups and downs? Through the ups and downs. Yeah. What do you do? do? I think the most important thing for me has always been knowing the one who called me Mm. to the ministry. And so because I know it was God who called me, then even though there are times when you're going to be hurt or wounded or bruised or people don't do the right thing or you yourself don't do the right thing, if you can keep in your heart and in your mind and mm-hmm. in your mouth, God is the one who called me, hmm. and he is my biggest fan in this thing, if you will. Like, That's so good. He's on my side. He called me, and if he called me, he'll equip me. Mm-hmm. And so there have been times, you know, of course, we cry. We get upset. I'm not real good at holding things in, mm-hmm. obviously, and so I'm not one of those people who doesn't kind of put it all on the table. Mm-hmm. But I think for me that's really helped, and it's actually brought 
brought strength into my life at times when I knew I couldn't fight it alone. And mm. so you kind of open the door for more strength to come. So in those low times, I found it was good to just be transparent about it and say, I'm feeling so hurt. Good. I'm feeling, you know, maybe pressure or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I realize that's not right, mm-hmm. but I need help. And I have found that we found some of our greatest strength and greatest relationships, lifetime relationships in those times. And actually, you were a part of that Mm. when we first met years ago. Wow. And you came to preach uh, for my sister in law in Lafayette. And it was a really rough time in ministry. Mm -hmm. And on the drive, I had run out of a lip gloss. And I took it and I said, Oh, isn't this just just to top the day? You know, and I threw the lip gloss in the back seat. And I said, You know, I just need double lip glosses. Yeah. And your message that night was on receiving the double. The double. And you said, even if it's yeah. double lip glosses. Yeah. And I about lost my mind. Yeah. And it was, I mean, in those times, you're just being vulnerable. Yeah. But then God sends somebody alongside you to kind yeah. of prove to you again, I'm on your right. side. I, I called you. you. Yeah. That's so. really, really good. I appreciate you sharing that. And I think that there is a place for us to understand in... Yes, taking your stance of faith, but there's something that precedes that, and sure. that is acknowledging right. where you're at. Right. And if we're not careful, I think we can lead people to believe you never do that. You just right. wallpaper over, right. you know, whatever. But how can you apply truth? Right. Right. Unless you know where you need truth. Absolutely. So, so I really, I love that. Okay, so everybody has their version of getting ready for a new year. Right. We're still kind of in the first quarter of a new year here. And you said, right. we have a verse for this year. Right. And I said, oh, I love that you have a verse for right. this year. And and so I want you to share about that. And then just what God's birthed in your sure. hearts for what you're looking to see this year. Great. Well, at the beginning of the year, it really started when I was praying and the Lord had put some things in my husband's heart about three years ago that I really wasn't on board with yet. Hmm. And it kind of seems that way. Like I'll get something, we'll pray about a year. We usually line up. I I don't know a time when ever we haven't, but it's just taken time. Yeah. So at the beginning of this year and really the end of last year, we started praying. I was really praying. And the Lord said a couple things. The first thing he said to me, he said, I'm fighting your battles for you, mm. even the ones you don't know about yet. Whoa. And so I found some you know, I really like great that. scripture to stand on, believe God, and we have our staff. We actually say this every day. Mm. And I look in the mirror and actually say it. God's fighting your battles for you, even the ones you don't even know about. Even the ones you don't know about. And so my prayer has been there's some wow. that I'll never have to know about. So that's Come been a real on. good thing. Yeah. The next thing that he said, he said, it is happening. It, it is, is happening. happening. And when he said that, I thought, what is happening? So I asked him, you know, what what are you saying is happening? He said, every promise I've made to you, every detail, it is happening. Come on. You might not see it, yeah. but it is happening. Yeah. And so, of course, I went to Scripture, and in Isaiah 43, 19, it's very popular Scripture, sure. but there's the Good News translation that just really got my attention, and it says this, watch for the new thing I'm going to do. It is happening already. You can see it now. I will make a road through the wilderness and give you streams of water there. Wow. So it says it is happening, it is happening. already, yeah. and you can see it, Yeah. which to me just meant if... If I can't see it, uh-huh. then I'm not seeing what God sees. So there wow. are some things he is doing, mm-hmm. and regardless of whether or not I see it, 
he is doing it right. because his word says that he is. Right. And so I just decided I'm going to set my eyes and yeah. I'm going to see what he sees. Yeah. And so that really helped me to get on board with what my husband already saw. Ah. And the exciting news for us is that we're launching another campus, a second campus. Wow. In which we call Over the River in Alexandria. Right. The Red River runs through between two cities. So we're yeah. launching a Pineville campus, which wow. is Over the River. How exciting. Yeah, we're real excited. And we say it is happening. God also spoke to me in Matthew. 10 in the message, it says, you don't need to put on a big fundraising uh, event Mm. before you do it. He said, you are my equipment. You're Mm. all the equipment I need. And so it's been just something that's real good for all of the church, the visions lined up. Mm -hmm. And so we're taking the scripture in Isaiah, watch for the new thing. Mm. That means watch expectantly. Mm -hmm. It's different than just looking and enjoying a a scenery. Right. It's looking with expectation. It's saying that I am looking out for every little thing Mm -hmm. that God's doing. And I believe that when we do that, we begin to see, oh, that is happening. Yeah. And I see it how God sees it. Yeah. And then it gives you a really good place to focus your faith. Uh-huh. And you realize that your provision comes in that place. He said, I'll give you provision there. Yeah. So if you're not in a place of provision in the will of God, uh-huh. you need to get there. You need yeah. to get to that place. Yeah. And so that's kind of where we're standing right now. And, you know, we've had supernatural things already. So good. Um, Entire families that just said, we've been visiting your church for a month. And we felt like the Lord was telling us to relocate to Pineville. We didn't know anything about Pineville. What? Vision Sunday, you played this video and you said launching in Pineville. And my teenage daughter looked at me and said, that's our confirmation. They put their house on the market. Their family comes with 28 members because it's all the sisters that already moved to Pineville. And they have that is crazy. 20 kids between them, you yeah. know? And so it's it's just That's an amazing already thing. a church. There's such provision. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, we're really excited about it. We believe it is happening. God's it is happening. Something. I love that. You know, that really resonates with me because the Lord stirred in my heart about 2018. So similar. And one part of it was simply this. In your progression mm. lies your provision. Amen. So yeah. if you're not progressing, Right. Then don't be throwing your hands up in the air going, uh, God, you said you'd provide. Exactly. Right. Because it's in that. You know, I look at you all and... I mean, if anybody had the right to go, you know what? There's no real necessary reason to progress. I mean, we have a lot on our hands. You know, you're pastoring this huge church, one of the largest churches in your region by far. That comes with a great deal of responsibility. I've been to your church. Your staff is one of the hardest working staffs. I mean, what you all accomplish as a team there is really amazing. So... If anybody could kind of give themselves a pass and say, we're not really concerned about progressing. We kind of have a lot on our plate as it is. It would be you all. But here there is this vision compelling you saying, no, there's more and it is happening. You know, my husband said something almost all year last year. I think he said it in nearly every service. Mm -hmm. And he said... I have learned that I just need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. He said, because every time I get to a place where I feel like, okay, wow, Sunday went off well. 
right. I can do this. I can do two services. I can yeah. run the staff. I can do the meetings. I can preach out at other places. Yeah. He said, it's at that time that the Lord begins to push me and challenge me. And I'm like, God, you know what our schedule looks like, what our life looks like. Right. But it's almost like the Lord just keeps pushing your boundaries and not because he wants to wear you out, but because there's so much more he wants to show you you can accomplish. Wow. And so our motto for a, a, at least a year has been, we're just going to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Wow. Meaning if you can do it yourself, you probably are doing it yourself. Wow. But if it's water that, you know, scripture calls it's uh, deep enough to swim in where uh-huh. you're not in control anymore, uh-huh. once you get to that place then you realize, okay, I might be a little uncomfortable, but I, again, know the one who called me. Wow. And so we just desire to keep growing. Anything Mm -hmm. that doesn't grow really isn't healthy. Mm -hmm. And so with growth comes some growth pains sometimes, but it's always worth it. And you're always stronger. Yeah. And so we feel like that's been our story and we're real thankful. So we're getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, that's really, really good. So I love what you just mentioned there about boundaries. Yeah. And we can, don't you think, sort of subconsciously determine boundaries for ourselves of what we are capable of. Like my schedule is at its boundaries. I can't do anymore. Or this is all the ability I have. Right. I, I cannot get any better than this. But in God... Right. He's always going to push you beyond those. Right. Right. Well, one scripture I love, it says this. It says, do your creative best with what God's given you. Oh, wow. Do your creative best. Yeah. But then you go on to read further in that chapter, and it talks about God adding to you. Yeah. He gives you desire. He Mm -hmm. gives you the vision. Mm -hmm. But also he speaks to you and shows you how to do certain things. Yeah. And so sometimes when you put a boundary on yourself, and I've done that, Mm -hmm. you know, plenty of times, Mm -hmm. it's been like the Lord will just give you that little nudge, and Mm -hmm. you know that he might not even make you do it, but he wants what is best for you, and so you push through that. One other thing that came to me the beginning of the year, I think actually maybe January 3rd or 4th, we Mm -hmm. were praying that whole week, Mm -hmm. and the Lord said a very simple phrase to me. He said, this year I want you to say yes when you want to say no. Mm. And I, again, didn't know the vastness of that. Right. I thought, okay, he probably means, you know, simple things. Like end of the day, you want your kids to go to bed, but Mm -hmm. they're like, I need this, I need that. Mm -hmm. And I would say normally, no, go to bed. Right. And the Lord would say, just say yes when you want to say no. And it started simple things like that. Wow. But then I found it comes in marriage. It comes into play in ministry with people. Yeah. And there have been times, even though we're just touching the beginning of this year, Uh that the Lord has opened so many doors because I said yes when I wanted to say no. Wow. He told me to say yes one night to going to a basketball game Uh at a local college, and a lot of the boys actually come to our church. Okay. And I thought, they know I love them. I support them. I go to their games. And the Lord said, just give me your yes. Mm. I said, okay, yes, I'll go. Well, I went. Of course, I had fun. I'm a sports fan. I like that. So I was cheering and going crazy. Yeah. But God opened a door for me to talk to some of the faculty and some of the staff that happened to be at that game who said, we never come to these games, but I'm glad we came. 
Huh. And this woman starts coming to the church, goes yeah. through our grow classes, and is now on our serve team. Oh, and God goodness. said, I just need your yes. yes. And so sometimes I think I those that. boundaries keep us yeah. out of certain things. True. And God's boundaries sometimes push us into things that we really don't think stuff. we're equipped for. But I love he that. equips us. Yeah. That is so good. Aaron, I want to ask you, we're wrapping up this podcast today. So it's so rich, but this is really just such a, I feel like it's such a mandate and a word that is on you all and and what you're carrying that it is happening and, and that willingness at the same time to, as that scripture said, push past your creative boundaries. And I just want to ask you, I'd like to close out this podcast and have you pray over the listeners and just pray that their creative boundaries would be pressed and then just release that word um, that it is happening in their lives. And and all of you that are listening, I just encourage you, just get in agreement with this. God's going to do some great stuff. Would Would you just pray? Absolutely. Father, we thank you so much for your word because we know that your word is full of power and your word always accomplishes the thing that you sent it to do. And so I thank you that there are so many promises that you've given us, that you've given your people, and we say thank you for those. And Father, today I ask you for everyone that's listening, everyone that will listen, Father God, that you know their hearts, you know the desires in their heart. And I thank you that you cause those desires to line up with you and that you begin to expand vision, Mm. you begin to expand expand territories. You begin to expand influence. Father, and I thank you for even the hidden things of the heart. I thank you that you're bringing them out into the open. Yes, I thank God. you that you're bringing them into a place that you can you can cause them to grow and to flourish and to abound. Yes. And Father, I thank you that you said that your kingdom, Father, it's, it's like a, a farmer who goes out and he scatters seed, Father God. And you said that there is time that we don't even know the things that we're doing that we don't even understand how they come to pass. Yeah. But you said if we scatter the seed, if we give you what we have, that day or night, whether we are awake or asleep, you cause those things to grow. And you said it is happening. So we may not understand everything, but we do understand our part. And we know that when we do our part, you will do your part and we will never be disappointed. You You always go above and beyond for your people. And we say thank you for that. And we love you so much, Jesus. And I thank Thank you that your hand is resting upon everyone who hears and upon everyone who will hear and it will happen for them in Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that. It's just been fun to get to hang out with you. It is. The only thing about busy friends is you like have to come up with podcasts just so you can see your buddies. It's true. But it's it's worth it. It is. I want to let everybody know how they can connect and follow you all. The church's website is Christian Worship Center. ChristianWorshipCenter.com Okay. And then they can connect with you on I know you're on Instagram. I am Aaron Cody. Aaron Cody. R-R-I-N-C-O-D-Y. Yes. And Aaron Hankins, E-R-R-I-N Hankins on Facebook. Yes. And go to their website. Also, too, if you want to hear more from Pastor Aaron Cody, you preach very often at your church. So I know there's messages on there, stuff you can find, I'm sure, sure on YouTube. So check her out. Thank you again. Thank you. We love you. I love you, too. It was awesome. All right, podcasters, you are the bomb. We love you. We are praying for you. And we'll see you back here next month. Have a great week.